Tapping your subconscious mind by Brian Tracy. You have available to you right now a power like a supercomputer that can enable you to solve any problem, overcome any obstacle and achieve any goal you can set for yourself. This power has been used throughout history to take people from rags to riches, from poverty and obscurity to success and fame, from unhappiness and frustration to joy and self-fulfillment. And it can do the same for you. This power has been called many things by many people in many places. It is the fundamental principle of most religions, philosophies and metaphysical teachings. It underlies much of psychology and is the cornerstone of all success and achievement. In its simplest terms, it is called the subconscious mind, although this is a misunderstanding because the true subconscious mind is merely a memory bank of senses and impressions that reacts automatically based on your previous experiences. It has also been called the universal subconscious mind and the collective unconscious. The great Austrian psychoanalyst, Carl Jung, referred to this as the superconscious mind. He felt that the collective wisdom and knowledge of all the ages was contained in this superconscious mind and was available to everyone. Ralph Waldo Emerson referred to it as the oversoul and wrote that we live in the lap of an immense intelligence that when we are in its presence we realize that it is far beyond our human mind. Emerson, the great American transcendentalist, felt that all power and possibility for the average person came from using this mind on a regular basis. Napoleon Hill, perhaps the greatest researcher on success of the 20th century, called this power the infinite intelligence. After spending more than 20 years interviewing 500 of the most successful men and women alive in America at that time, he concluded that, without exception, their ability to tap into this higher form of infinite intelligence was the primary reason for their great success in life. Whatever you choose to call it, this power is as available to you at this very minute as it ever has been to anyone, anywhere. I refer to it as the superconscious mind, the mind that is above and outside all other minds or intelligences. The superconscious mind is the source of all examples of pure creativity. It is the superconscious mind that is functioning at the creation of anything that is completely new in the universe. The superconscious mind was tapped into and used by all the great inventors, writers, artists and composers of history on a regular basis, right up to the present day. Every great work of art or creativity is infused with superconscious energy. Thomas Edison used his superconscious mind regularly to come up with hundreds of brand new ideas and inventions, more than 1000 of which completely transformed America at the beginning of the 20th century. More recently, William Gates came up with an idea for a basic operating system for the early computers, which he called. It was so unique and revolutionary that he and Paul Allen were actually writing the program on the airplane as they flew to their meeting with their first customer. Today, Bill Gates is the world's richest man, and it all came from a superconscious flash of insight. Bach, Beethoven and Brahms tapped into the superconscious mind regularly to write some of the finest music ever heard. Mozart was so finely tuned into his superconscious mind that he could both see and hear the music in his head, and was then able to write down some of the most beautiful music of the ages, note. Perfect, the very first time he put pen to paper. Whenever you see, read, listen to, or experience a great achievement of any kind that touches something deep inside you, you are witness to a superconscious creation. 
your super conscious mind can access every piece of information stored in your conscious and subconscious minds. It can also access data and ideas outside your own experience because it actually lies outside your human mind. This is why it is called a form of universal or infinite intelligence. You will often get ideas that come to you from far beyond you. It is not unusual for two people separated by thousands of miles of distance to come up with the same idea at the same time. When you are well attuned to another person, such as your spouse or mate, you will often have thoughts identical to him or her at the same time during the day, and you will only find out that you had reached the same conclusion when you compare notes hours later. This is an example of your superconscious mind at work. Your superconscious mind is capable of goal-oriented motivation. When you are working determinedly toward a goal of your own choosing, your superconscious mind will generate a continuous flow of ideas and energy to help you move onward. In fact, your superconscious mind is a form of free energy. This free energy becomes available to you when you become excited or inspired about achieving something that is really important to you. You seem to be able to continue hour after hour without fatigue. Sometimes you even forget to eat and you need far less sleep than you would normally. After you have achieved your goal, you may collapse in exhaustion, but while you are moving toward it, you seem to be flowing with continuous energy and enthusiasm. Your superconscious mind automatically and continually solves every problem on the way to your goal, as long as your goal is clear. Your superconscious mind will also give you the lessons and experiences that you need to succeed in the form of setbacks, problems, frustrations and temporary failures. Your superconscious mind will also bring you the exact answer you require to solve your problem or achieve your goal exactly when you are ready for it. When your superconscious mind gives you a hunch or an inspiration, remember, this is time-dated material. You must act on it immediately. I've had many experiences of wrestling with a problem that I have been unable to resolve until the last minute. Then, right when I need it, the answer becomes perfectly clear. This will happen to you as well when you use the power of your superconscious mind. The critical factor in using your superconscious mind is your attitude. Your superconscious mind functions best with an attitude of calm, confident expectations. When you adopt an attitude of faith and acceptance, when you confidently accept and believe that everything that is happening to you is moving you progressively toward the achievement of your goal, your superconscious mind seems to come alive, like all the lights have been turned on in a room. This is why successful people seem to have tremendous clarity concerning what they want, along with tremendous calmness and confidence regarding their ability to achieve it. This combination of attitudes will throw the power switch on your superconscious abilities. Because of your superconscious powers, anything that you can hold in your mind on a continuing basis, you can have. Emerson wrote, a man becomes what he thinks about most of the time. Earl Nightingale wrote, you become what you think about. In the Bible it says that, whatsoever a man soweth, that also shall he reap. And this law of sowing and reaping refers to mental states, to your thoughts. Of course, there is a potential danger in the use of your superconscious mind. It is like fire a wonderful servant, but a terrible master. If you use it improperly and think negative, fearful thoughts, your superconscious mind will accept your thoughts as a command and go to work to materialize them into your reality. 
What is the difference between successful people and unsuccessful people? It is as simple as this. Successful people think and talk about what they want and unsuccessful people talk about what they don't want. So here is a 10-step plan for plugging into your superconscious power to get what you truly want in life. Make this plan a regular habit and you will be astonished at the results. 1. Decide exactly what you want. This is usually the biggest problem that people have. They don't know what they want and then they're surprised when they don't get it. 2. Write your goal clearly in every detail. A goal that is not written down is merely a wish. When you write it down, you signal to your superconscious mind that you really want to accomplish this particular objective. 3. Write your goal in simple present tense words on a 3 by 5 index. card and carry it with you to read and reread throughout the day whenever you get a chance for make a list of everything you can think of that you can do that will move you toward your goal making a list intensifies your desire and deepens your belief that the attainment of the goal is possible for you 5 organize the list by priority what is more important and what is less important 6 resolve to take action every day on one of the items on your list Do something every day that moves you toward your goal so that you can maintain your momentum. 7. Visualize your goal repeatedly. See it in your mind's eye as though it were already a reality. The more clear and vivid your mental picture of your goal, the faster it will come into your life. 8. Get the feeling of pleasure and enjoyment that you would have if your goal were realized at this very moment. Create the emotion of happiness, satisfaction. and pleasure that you would have if you really achieved your goal 9 confidently behave as if your superconscious mind were bringing your goal into reality accept that you are moving toward your goal and it is moving toward you 10 release your goal completely to your superconscious mind when you turn your goal over to the power of the universe and just get out of the way you will always know the right actions to take at the right time Starting today, try this power of yours, your superconscious mind, on one goal or idea, and practice it continually until you succeed in achieving that goal. By doing so, you will move from the positive thinking of the hopeful person to the positive knowing of the totally successful person. Imagine your ideal scene by Mark Allen. This is the essential first step. This step is simple. All it involves is writing down a few pages of ideas, and yet it proved to be vitally important, fundamental to the rapid growth I experienced after I did it. It opened the door to every other discovery in my life and has brought me to a level of success and fulfillment that had been completely unimaginable to me before I did this simple process. A powerful exercise. The first step is called the ideal scene process. It is another way way to look at the second habit Stephen Covey gives us in his book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. This habit alone is a great key to success. Begin with the end in mind. This is a simple, powerful key. Begin with the end in mind and keep the end in mind. always then you'll discover that the opportunities that lead you there have always been right in front of you you just haven't seen them until now dream freely and define success the important thing is to allow yourself to freely dream and then to clearly define what success is for you the ideal scene exercise that follows is wonderful for giving you an easy playful way 
to clearly imagine what success is for you as the unique individual you are. Imagine your ideal scene. It all starts with a dream. The essential first step is to dream and to imagine, imagine. Five years have passed, and you are living your ideal life, doing what you want to do. Being who you want to be, having what you want to have. Some of us don't even allow ourselves to dream, and yet it is the essential first step. Without the dream, achievement is impossible. Take a bit of time to quietly relax, and then allow your imagination to wander. Allow yourself to dream. Encourage yourself, the way you would encourage a child, to play. With different possibilities that could await you in life, if you but dare to dream. Imagine you've been so inspired by the words and exercises in this course, and by many other things you've encountered along the way, that you have created the life of your dreams. You have become a success in every way you wish. If money were no object, and you could do, be, and have exactly what you wanted, what would it be? Describe your ideal. Let it be as far-fetched as you want, we'll deal with reality later. For now, let your imagination soar. Don't restrict yourself, and don't edit it or you write it. No one else has to see it, and you can always change it later. List and affirm your goals. When you take this next step you will see powerful results. Within your ideal scene are bound to be several different goals. Take a clean sheet of paper, write goals at the top. List your major goals, however many there are, on the page. I had 10 or 12 goals when I first did my list, now I have just 6, my life has gotten simpler. Over the years, first we simply list our goals, in any way that comes to mind. Then we go back and rewrite each goal as an affirmation, words that affirm those goals are now in the process of being realized. The trick is to state your goals in the present, and yet put them in a way that is believable to you at present, so your subconscious mind can get to work on them. The most effective affirmations are stated in the present tense, and yet are entirely believable to you. They are awarded so your goal is now in the process of happening. Not that it has already been achieved, which is not believable. I am now a millionaire. Is stated in the present, yet it is something your conscious and subconscious mind will have difficulty believing if, in reality, you are scrounging to pay the rent every month. Here is the affirmation that worked for me. I am now creating total financial success, in an easy and relaxed manner, in a healthy and positive way. As I repeated these words, something magical happened, in due time, all kinds of opportunities appeared, all kinds of possible ways to achieve the lofty goal of financial Freedom started to become obvious to me, and then plans just naturally began to form in my mind, that led instinctively to the next step, making a simple, written plan for each major goal. Once I started affirming my list of goals, I naturally over time developed clearer and clearer pictures of each of these goals, and those pictures started to include some very specific steps to take. The power of imprinting. The process works. My theory is that the repetition of your goals and dreams imprints them on your subconscious mind, the deep, vast part of your mind that is intimately connected with, and, in some mysterious way, united with the whole universe. By simply repeating your goals, you are aligning yourself with the creative power of the 
universe. When we affirm we're going to create our dream, in an easy and relaxed manner, in a healthy and positive way, our subconscious mind gets immediately to work on it. Two powerful, all-inclusive affirmations. There are two great affirmations to include in your affirmation sessions, or to say at any time during the day if you find yourself thinking or saying anything limited or destructive. The power of these words becomes obvious when you affirm them to your self. The first is from a famous French pharmacist, Emile Coup, who saw healing after healing in his customers after he began giving them this affirmation instead of drugs. Every day, in every way, I am getting better and better. And when you're affirming a particular goal, it's very good to add the words that follow as a kind of cosmic insurance policy, ensuring it will be for your highest good as well. Is that of others, this, or something better, is now manifesting in totally satisfying and harmonious ways, for the highest good of all. Affirm it to be, and it will be. Discover for yourself the power of affirmation. Write your list of goals, word them in the form of affirmations, and read them over. Repeatedly. You are creating the foundation of your success. You will be what you will to be. The force of your will projected. By Stuart Wilde. What I learned from the European occultists is that the greatest power available to us. Humans is our will when projected correctly. Now you probably haven't thought much in. Terms of the power of your will. But it is this same power that the ancient magicians used to create supernatural events in their lives. The difference between will and intention is that, for many people intention is just a mental act, a kind of wishful thinking, whereas the force of will projected from your consciousness contains not only your thoughts and desires but also the enthusiasm of your own life force. Your will, projected correctly, will contain that vital ingredient, your spirit, the very essence of what you are. The force of that spirit, clearly defined, will deliver to you the focus of your will, by virtue of the fact that the clarity of its concentration is honed to such an uncluttered purity that it cuts right through reality and fires the full weight of its power upon any tar. Get. Remember that your consciousness is contained in a sea of consciousness, which is basically all the energy and thought forms of the world around you. For the most part, the energy of people around you will be weak and ill-defined. What little power they have is often undermined by emotion. In the pea soup of mumbling and grumbling, along comes the magician, powerful, clear, uncluttered by yearnings of fanciful ramblings of the imagination. Detached as he is from the emotions of humanity, he stands on a launch platform that is already a rung or two higher than the crowd. From there he fires his will into the circumstances of life, knowing that his power is unstoppable. How could the universal law of life deny this man? It can't. His power is too great. His will is uncluttered by any thought of deserving, of good and bad, of having or not having. It is focused solely on what he wants. His desire is not delivered because of any higher selection process, rather it comes to him solely through the force of his demand. It is because he wants it, because the thought is laced in his will, empowered by the very spirit of his being, that it cannot be denied him. 
When first confronted by this idea, I had a natural reaction against the aggression. Needed to reach that certain level of intent. It seemed to me that somehow it was wrong to harness one's power in occult terms, to force life to hand over one's every wish and whim. But gradually I got used to the idea and developed a theory of morality around my particular method. Soon I realized that what was important to me were my achievements, the things that I knew I had to complete in this lifetime. How I got those things, providing I did not infringe on others, was irrelevant. The points to consider are, what do you want and how much energy are you prepared to exert to get what you want? If the level of enthusiasm you are willing to commit to your quest is not great, then obviously you don't want what you think you do, or at best, your quest is not that important to you. But if some aspect is very, very special to you, it becomes sacred by virtue of its integrity. Then the level of your commitment to that ideal is vital, for you know that the whole reason for your life is contained and centered in that one quest or achievement. If this is so, you are required by its very sacredness to exert every fiber of your being through physical effort, mental acuity or occult power, to deliver the focus of your intent. Somewhere in your life there will be an overriding theme to your quest, some part of, or desire which cannot be denied without a terrible cost to the very essence of what you are. Are you going to ignore it, or do you have the courage of your commitment and the confidence to demand that life, humanity, or circumstances give you what you want? with no other excuse, reason nor apology, other than that you demand it. The point is, if your intention is forceful and your will is clearly defined people line up to give you what you want. You have to have confidence in yourself. You have to be able to believe in your own power. If you have the slightest doubt about your worthiness it takes you immediately from infinite possibilities to a more sparse result. Imagine the tiger in the forest. Does it wonder if the deer on the path is his? Is there any question of the tiger's worthiness? Being interconnected as all things are, the eternal Tao sustains itself. The little creatures give themselves up to the tiger as nature gave of itself to sustain the creatures. Perfect balance is maintained. The only thing to watch out for is the danger of going over the top and taking undue advantage of others are getting carried away by the ego. In a world where everyone manipulates or controls everyone else, wouldn't it be nice if you could become a success story without having to resort to the same mucky techniques? As you concentrate upon yourself and your life you will soon become much more powerful than 99% of those with whom you deal. You should take care to temper your energy and not get carried away by the wealth of the position you find yourself in. If you don't watch carefully it is likely that sooner or later you will self-destruct. Or worse, still, you might achieve your every wish and whim but look back on your life and see ugliness, see that you achieved your quest in material terms but failed to translate those material benefits into an honorable code of living a spiritual essence. The whole trick to money is balance. 
Balance at a thousand a month a balance at a million a month. The great value of that balance is that it underpins the spiritual you and allows the inner beauty and creativity to come out. That is why for most people, money is the one lesson, other than love perhaps, that we are here to learn. You should sit down with your loved ones and really discuss your financial needs so that each of you can define what he or she wants and what each one's level of intention is. Then you can tailor your hopes and dreams to suit your intention and you can see if the level of your projected will is going to be strong enough to deliver whatever it is that you want. If your intention is not really that high you will have to accept that as fact and you may have to adjust what you expect from life. Alternatively, you can work on your intention through concentration and discipline to make it stronger. Then once it is strong the force of your will projected into life will guarantee the delivery of your heart's desire.